Good to be here this morning. Good to be back in the house of the Lord this morning and good to see each one of you uh, by way of Facebook and uh, good to be here. do have much to be in prayer about this morning. I ask you if you would continue to remember my grandpa. Uh, they did transfer him yesterday down to Forsyth and uh, I don't think he's still doing too well uh, in the hospital trying to figure out a few things, running some tests and uh, ask you if you would remember him. No, they several in the church this morning, sick, several things going on. Uh, but let me give you just a couple of announcements quickly this morning. Uh, don't forget service tonight at 6 o'clock. Brother Sammy will be back with us preaching. And uh, Brother Wayne Lowe here out of the church will be preaching tonight as well. And uh, so don't forget that. Be much in prayer not only for the remainder of the service this morning. Uh, don't forget service tonight at 6 o'clock. Then my wife wanted me to mention, if I would, I know most of you have seen it, uh, but the ladies' conference that we had scheduled for June the 6th, uh, she is going to go ahead and postpone that. We will have it sometime this year, Lord willing, uh, but don't know exactly when that will be, but it will not be on June the 6th. Uh, but you continue to pray about that. We've got in touch with everybody that was supposed to be here as far as the singers and uh, the ladies that was going to come speak for the ladies' conference. And uh, you be much in prayer about that as it will be postponed. Uh, then the Blue Ridge. I do have just one announcement real quick. I'll send out a call and post make sure all of you get this. Uh, but May the 17th, that'll not be next Sunday, but the next um, that'll be the third Sunday in May, I believe it is, uh, from 12.30 to 1.30. That'll give us time to get done with service here in the church, and uh, then we'll be able to have, we'll be from 12.30 to 1.30, uh, we're going to ask you, if you would, if you're able to come by the church. We're going to have to do some things a little bit different. We'd love to see each and every one of you, and uh, we may have to try to let you come in just maybe 10 at a time or whatever we can do, uh, but there is some business we need to take care of on that day. Uh, we had scheduled to vote as far as the deacons, as far as Brother Kirk and Brother Chris. And uh, so what I'm going to ask you to do is come in between 1230 and 1.30, and we'll try our best to get as many in as we can. Uh, that'll give you a chance to see what all's been done at the church as far as the remodel. And uh, you, when you come, bring your vote with you as far as Chris and Kirk, and I'll get with you individually and get a little more information on that. Uh, but we'll be having the vote on May 17th from 1230 to 1.30. I know some of you have been sending your tithes and offerings in uh, through the mail. If you want to bring your tithes at that time, that'll be fine. And uh, then I know we had mentioned about scheduling something. If you want, um, I'm not saying that'll be the only one that we do, but if you'd like to bring your offering in for the remodel on May 17th, you can do that as well. All right, so that'll give us a chance to see each one of you, let you come in. We want to check on you. We want to see you. And uh, while we're here, let's get a little bit of this business took care of. Once again, that'll be May 17th from 12.30 to 1.30 p.m., and uh, we'll do our best to work that out as best we can. But it is good to be here this morning, and uh, thankful for the privilege and the honor to be back in the Lord's house. I'll be honest with you, I struggled all week or all day yesterday especially, uh, trying to find the will of the Lord, and I, I just couldn't get this off my heart. And uh, come in this morning, Brother Kenny was sitting at the piano uh, playing this song. It just went right along with the message. And uh, so you just try to bear with me best you can this morning. But if you have your Bibles, go with me to the book of First Thessalonians chapter number 4. First Thessalonians chapter number 4. And a uh, very familiar text. There not be anything new this morning. Uh, but I just want to do my best to mind the Lord this morning. First Thessalonians chapter number 4. Let's begin reading, if you would, in verse number 13. Bible said, But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that you sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. 
For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so, them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain under the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Verse 18, Paul said, Wherefore comfort one another with these words. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, I do love you this morning. Lord, I'm thankful for the privilege, God, the honor. Lord, be back in your house. Lord, I'm thankful this morning, Brother Sam, and Lord, the message that we've already heard. But Lord, I realize that, Lord, this is another time. Lord, I pray that uh, just for a little while, would you touch my body? Lord, I pray meet every need this morning. Give me unction. Give me utterance. Uh, Lord, I pray if there be one discouraged, encourage your heart this morning. Lord, if there be one walking a far distance away, would you draw them up close to to you once again. Then, Lord, I pray most of all, if they'd be one of the sound of my voice, lost, undone without you, save them, for it's everlasting too late. We'll be careful this morning to give you all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory, for we ask it in Jesus' wonderful name, uh, amen and amen. Uh, uh, once again, very familiar text, and, uh, but I just couldn't get away from it this week. I won't preach. Uh, if the Lord hit me just a little while on this thought, uh, what a day that will be. Uh, uh, they sung that this morning, I realize, and uh, I believe if we're not careful many times, and uh, Chris, we've got to the place in our lives where uh, we've heard all our lives, I know I have, uh, uh, Kirk, at one day, the Lord uh, uh, was coming back to get to church. And uh, I've just been honest, Brother Sammy. I sat down in my office uh, uh, yesterday for a little while, and I thought how, how it seems so many times that we've become calloused, uh, and we've become accustomed to that, uh, and it doesn't excite us, it doesn't stir us. Uh, uh, we've just become accustomed to it. Uh, uh, but I want to preach a little while this morning on that thought, uh, on what a day that will be. Uh, uh, now, I want you to know, Swim, me quickly this morning, verse 13. Uh, the Bible said, But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, uh, uh, concerning them which are asleep, uh, uh, that you saw not even uh, as others which have no hope. Uh, I want you to know by way of introduction that, uh, Sammy, it seems obvious to me this morning, uh, uh, Paul writing to the church at uh, Thessalonica, that it seems obvious that uh, there's some question amongst the church. Uh, about the dead. It seems, Chris, that uh, they don't understand. They don't have a grasp uh, of those that have died. Uh, uh, Paul said, but I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, uh, uh, concerning them which are asleep, uh, uh, that you sorrow not, even uh, as others which have no hope. Uh, uh, you say, preacher, what do you mean? Uh, uh, do you know the number one thing this morning? it seems uh, uh, that we do not understand. Uh, uh, it seems you talk to anybody, it seems like, uh, hey Kirk, if we'd be honest, we've all to a certain extent uh, uh, I've said it myself, I, I know y'all have, uh, uh, that I've heard y'all sing the song uh, uh, that I'm not afraid to die. Uh, uh, but the truth of the matter is there is a small amount of fear. Uh, uh, there is a small amount of worry uh, uh, because we don't understand it. We, don't, we can't grasp it. Uh, it's the fear of the 
unknown. And Paul said here in verse 13, but I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep. Paul said, there's some things that you can't know. There's some things that you can learn. There's some things that you can understand. There are some things that can be grasped. Notice this. I like what he said. That you sorrow not even as others which have no hope. How would you know us when we first of all this morning that there is coming a day. But I want you to notice that this day is peculiar. Notice with me the peculiarity of the day. You say, preacher, what do you mean? Notice what Paul said. That ye sorrow not. Now that's personal. That word ye means you. And he said, I don't want you to be ignorant. I don't want you to be, because I don't want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them that are asleep, that ye sorrow not. Paul said, you don't have to be sorrowful. You don't have to worry. You don't have to be afraid. But then he went on to say this, even as others which have no hope. That's not personal, but it's plural. You realize, Kirk, that it seems like that the world is falling apart. The lost man, Brother Sammy, has no hope. When their mama dies, or their daddy dies, or their spouse dies, they fall apart. And I'm not trying to be ugly this morning. I realize that it's not an easy thing to lose your spouse. It's not an easy thing to lose your mama, or your daddy, or your friend, or your child. But aren't you glad this morning that it is a peculiar day? For the child of God is a day like no other. Not everybody, Kirk, has that peace. Not everybody doesn't have to sorrow. In fact, Paul said that you'd sorrow not even as others which have no hope. I didn't realize it the night I got saved. But the night I got saved as a seven-year-old boy, it was more than just getting out of hell. While I didn't understand at the time, Sammy, I had a hope of a better day. I had the promise, Chris, of a better land. It's a peculiar day. It'll be a day like none other. You say, preacher, what do you mean? That we sorrow not even as others which have no hope. Let me say it like this. Paul begins to address their questions by telling them of a day that is coming that will be unlike any other. Kirk, there is coming a day. You say, preacher, when is it? I don't know. The Bible said no man knoweth the day nor the hour. But I do know this. It's a coming. Chris, as sure as I'm standing here breathing, there is a day that is coming. That the Lord will split the eastern sky and call up his bride. That's exactly right. And it's a day unlike any other. And it's that day, Kirk, it gives me comfort, gives me peace, and gives me consolation when it comes to the death of our loved ones and the death of the saints. It's a peculiar day this morning. But not only do I want to say the peculiarity of the day, but notice with me if you would, verse 14. The Bible said, For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. Not only the peculiarity of the day, but I want you to notice the prerequisite of the day. You say, Preacher, what do you mean? How can this day be? How can it come? How can you have the promise that the Lord's going to call his bride home? Well, verse 14 tells us, no 
Notice what Paul said. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again. Sammy, that is the prerequisite. That's what had to come before. Before I could be resurrected. Before I could be raptured. He had to resurrect himself. He had to die to purchase me. Had to redeem me, but he had to resurrect huh? in order to restore me. Huh? And to resurrect the dead. Huh? And to redeem a bride. Huh? And if we believe that this morning, huh? if we believe that he rose from the dead, huh? that he died and was buried and rose again, huh? the Bible said, even so them also which sleep in Jesus, huh? will God bring with him. Huh? Can I say this? The only reason we can have any hope huh? of a bodily resurrection of the saints and a rapture of the church is because of the death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. And Kirk, if I can believe that, and let me just go on record and say this, it is essential to believe the death, burial, and resurrection in order to be saved. And if I can believe that, I have no problem believing that one of these glad days that the graves are split open and the bodies of the saints will arise. The Bible said the dead in Christ shall rise first. And then those which are alive and remain shall be caught up together to meet the Lord in the air. Hey, Kirk, I have no problem believing that. I'm not struggling to believe it. I'm not trying to fathom it. I believe it this morning because I know that he died and was buried and rose again. Hey, Chris, if he can do that, he'll have no problem resurrecting the body of my great-grandpa. And let me just stop and say this this morning. While I know the Bible said be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Let me just say this. When we die, our soul goes to heaven. I know that this morning we're present to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. But Kirk, here is coming a day that the bodies of the saints will be resurrected. And the Bible said it like this. This corruptible shall put on incorruptible. And this mortal shall put on immortality. There is coming a day that he'll call the bride of Christ home and the dead in Christ shall rise first and the only reason we have that hope today is because of the prerequisite of the day that he died and was buried and resurrected but then notice with me this morning if you would verse number 15 the Bible said for this we say unto you by the word of the Lord boy I like that can I just stop by and say this not even in my notes but I just feel like saying and I'm glad uh, for the precept of the day. Uh, you say, what's the precept, preacher? Uh, it's the law. It's the statutes. Uh, it is the word of God. Uh, I forget now how many times it is in Psalm 119 uh, that the Lord referred to the word of God as the precepts. Uh, you say, preacher, what are you saying? Uh, notice what Paul said. Uh, for this we say unto you by the word uh, of the Lord. Paul said, let me just make sure you understand. It's not something I've just cooked up. It's not something I think will happen. But it is the word of God. It is truth. It is life. It is the word of God. Notice this, the word of the Lord that we which are alive and remain under the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. And I'm going to preach a little bit different than I ever have I reckon. But I want you to notice with me fourthly this morning the prevailing of the day. Uh, you say, preacher, what do you mean? Notice what Paul said. Uh, for this we send you by the word of the Lord that we which are alive and remain under the 
coming of the Lord shall not prevent uh, uh, them which are asleep. Uh, uh, let me just say it like this. Isn't it good to know uh, uh, that this day is not dependent upon you and me? Uh, uh, that's exactly right. Uh, uh, Sammy, it doesn't matter whether I'm in the grave uh, or whether I'm still alive. Uh, it, that's exactly right. Uh, it doesn't matter, Kirk, who's in the White House. Uh, it doesn't matter who's in the Congress. Uh, it doesn't matter. I just feel like preaching. Uh, it doesn't matter whether the coronavirus is rampant or not. Uh, it doesn't matter whether we're under quarantine and stay-at-home orders. Uh, uh, there's nothing that can prevent uh, uh, that day. Uh, uh, that's exactly right. Uh, it doesn't matter whether I'm alive or dead. Uh, it doesn't matter this morning what's going on, what may come, uh, and what may go. Uh, uh, there is coming a day, uh, and there is no preventing it. Uh, uh, Chris, I, I love you dearly, uh, and I'll be honest with you, I'm being as honest as I know how to be. Uh, I look around this morning, and I see all these pictures. Uh, and Brother Sammy, how I wish they was here. Uh, and it tickled me to death. Uh, if we's here one Sunday morning, uh, and all of a sudden we's just with the Lord, uh, uh, that thrilled my soul. Uh, uh, but Kirk, I'm just being honest. Uh, if he tears his coming, uh, uh, they may come a day that some of these pictures, uh, uh, that'll be all that's left. Uh, uh, we'll lay their body in a grave somewhere. Uh, uh, but that will not prevent his coming. Uh, and it will not prevent that day. Uh, uh, that's exactly right. Uh, uh, what a day it'd be, Brother Chris. Uh, I've always told my wife uh, how I'd love to go preaching. Uh, uh, whether it be by rapture, whether it be death. Uh, I'd, I heard a story uh, several years ago of a man that preached one Sunday. And when he got done, Brother Sammy just sat down and just died right after he got done preaching. Uh, I thought, what a way to go. Uh, uh, my soul, what a way. Uh, uh, but can I say this? What about uh, Brother Sammy just preaching one day? Uh, and all of a sudden the Lord come back. Uh, uh, my soul, I don't know how to happen. Uh, uh, but do your best to be telling them uh, about the Lord. Uh, and all of a sudden just see the one uh, uh, that you tried to proclaim. Uh, and you tried to lift up. Uh, uh, what a day that'd be. Uh, uh, but can I say this, Kirk, if it doesn't happen that way, uh, if you lay my body out there in the grave, uh, it'll not prevent that day. Uh, it will prevail. Uh, it is coming. Uh, it doesn't matter whether it's a Democrat or Republican in the White House. Uh, it doesn't matter this morning what's going and coming. Uh, it's not dependent upon the economy. Uh, it's not dependent upon Blue Ridge Baptist Church. Uh, it is a coming a day. Uh, aren't you glad what a day that'll be? Uh, and that day is coming this morning. Uh, so we see the peculiarity of the day, uh, the prerequisite of the day, the precept, uh, and the prevailing of the day. Uh, but then I want you to notice with me in verse 16. Uh, boy, I swear it really won't get this morning. The Bible said, uh, uh, For the Lord himself <coughs> shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Uh, you say, preacher, what about that? Uh, I want you to know with me the person of the day. Uh, uh, Sammy, in that day, it's not about me. Uh, and it's not about you. Uh, and it's not about what the economy is. Uh, uh, but the Bible said the Lord himself uh, uh, shall ascend from heaven. I've said it before, I'll say it again. Uh, 
I ain't no use making it too sweet this morning. I remember when my grandma died. Some of them in the family, my great-grandma died. And some of them in the family, Brother Sammy, wanted to sing a song. I don't know what it is about me and songs, but I get in trouble a lot. But they wanted to sing a song at her funeral. And I'm not being critical. I'm not. But I just want to show you something this morning. They wanted to sing a song, that song. Send your best angel for mama. And I'll never forget my grandma. Her piped up at the time and she said it will not be sung uh, at my mama's funeral. Uh, and they said, why not? And they said, but she said, because uh, uh, by her testimony she's saved by the grace of God. And God didn't send an angel, but he come himself. Uh, uh, that's exactly right. A uh, uh, friend, my soul, I'm glad that day. Uh, uh, whether I may die, Brother Sammy, it'll be the Lord that carries me home. Uh, and whether I'm living, it'll be the Lord that comes himself. Uh, he's not sending Michael, he's not sending Gabriel. Uh, that's exactly right. He's not sending mama and grandma and grandpa. But the Bible said the Lord himself shut a sin from heaven. That's exactly right. The sin from heaven, the shout with the voice of the archangel with the trump of God. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. Hey, can I say this in that day? All problems will fail. All tears will be wiped away. There'll be no more sickness. There'll be no more sorrow. It'll be all about him. Can I say this? One of my favorite verses. Over in the book of Revelation, the Bible said there's no need of the sun for the lamb. Was the light thereof? It'll be about him. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. It'll be about the Lord. For the Lord himself should have sent from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and the trump of God, and the dead in Christ. Uh, shall rise first. Uh, uh, you say, preacher, what's so special about that day? Uh, uh, you know what that day will be, Chris? It'll be the day uh, that my faith gives way to sight. Uh, uh, that's exactly right. Uh, some 20 years ago, uh, Kirk is a seven-year-old boy. I put my faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, but Sammy, I've never seen him. Uh, I know his, nail, his hands were pierced. Uh, I know he died on Calvary. Uh, I know he was buried in a barred tomb. Uh, I know that he rose again. But on that day, my faith will give way to sight. I'm not trying to be ugly. I'm not trying to be mean. But you know why it's not mama that come to get you. And it's not grandma and grandpa, but the Lord himself. Because it's all about him. Sammy, I'm not trying to be ugly. But I believe with all my heart. I know, I know that we'll be known as we're known. But I tell you what I really believe. I believe when we finally see him face to face. I don't believe I I'll be too worried about my great grandpa. I don't believe I'll be too worried about my mom and daddy. I, I believe when I finally see him, and I'm not being ugly, I don't think he'll be worried about me. I, I think when we finally see him I, face to face, I, my mortal mind cannot comprehend. I, my mind, Brother Sammy, I think how long I, to see my grandma and my grandpa and my great grandparents. But I believe when I finally see him, I, I'll not care about all that. I, I believe we'll be there together. I believe I'll. I know they're there, but Chris, I believe my focus will be on the Lord, the one that bled and died, the one that gave his life to redeem an old sinner like me. Aren't you glad, friend, for the person of the day? I thought about down there this morning, on my way up here, it seems like in the day and age in which we live, everything's more important. I mean, it seems like everything takes priority 
of the Lord. But in that day, he will be the priority. He will be the one. We'll see him as a lamb that was slaughtered. We'll see him as the redeemer. We'll see him as the king of kings and the Lord of lords. I believe we'll fall down to his feet for an eternity worship and honor and adore him of the person of the day. But not only that, watch verse 17. The Bible said, now notice the latter part of verse 16, the dead in Christ shall rise first. Now, I want you to imagine just for a moment. Now, I'm going to try my best to describe it. The Bible said that in the moment, in the twinkling of an eye, is how the Bible said it. Now, watch this. Chris, there is coming a day that he'll step out on the eastern sky and the graves, if we's out there, Brother Sam, I don't believe we'd even have time to see it. But the dead in Christ would rise first. Kirk of graves that bust open and the saints that have slept would arise first. Then the Bible said, then those of us which are alive and remain shall be caught up together into the air to meet the Lord. That's what the Bible said. Then I want you to notice that last little phrase. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. You say, preacher, what are you saying? I want you to notice with me just a moment the period of the day. You say, preacher, what kind of time period? Uh, will it be? Well, the Bible said uh, uh, that a day is as a thousand years uh, and a thousand years is one day. Uh, uh, you say, preacher, what are you saying? Uh, I'm going to take it a step farther than that. Uh, uh, the Bible said, and so shall we ever uh, uh, be with the Lord. Uh, it'll be a never-ending day. Uh, uh, there'll never be another day where I wake up uh, and wonder where he is. Uh, uh, there'll never be another day where I wake up uh, and think, where's he at? Uh, no, the Bible said, and so uh, shall we ever be with the Lord. Uh, aren't you glad, friend, uh, when the Bible said everlasting life, uh, it meant everlasting life. Uh, when it said eternal life, uh, it meant eternal life. Uh, uh, Brother Samuel, I don't have the words uh, to preach it like I'd like to, uh, uh, but I'm not talking about a year. Uh, I'm not talking about 10 years. Uh, I'm not talking about a 1,000 years. Uh, uh, Kirk, I'm not talking about a million years. Uh, I'm talking about an eternity uh, uh, that'll never end. Uh, uh, that I'll be with the one uh, uh, that bled and died for me. Uh, uh, with the one that saved me. Uh, uh, with the one that uh, shed his blood to redeem me. Uh, and forever and ever and ever uh, uh, will be with the Lord. That's what the Bible says. You said, preacher, you reckon we'll ever get tired of it? Absolutely not. Can I say this? Bible said this, what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time and then vanisheth away. My soul, you're looking at the span of an eternity. What is your life this morning? I know we have troubles. I know we have trials. I know this morning, uh, these people listening, I know. I've seen you log on before I got up here to preach. I, I know these people listening lost their job, thought they never would. I, I know these people this morning dealing with things they thought they'd never face. I, I know these people this morning that's dealing with the loss of loved ones that have died and went on. I, I know this morning things get hard. I, but can I say this, Kirk, in the span of an eternity, I, our life is just a vapor I, that appeareth for a little time. 
mind and then vanisheth away. I come through the house the other day and Kendra was blowing a pot of water for something. I don't remember what she was fixing. But that water was blowing. You could see the steam or the vapor coming off that pot. And I stood there and I watched it for a minute, Kirk. Eight, nine, maybe ten inches you could see it. And then it was gone. I mean, it was just a fleeting moment that it was there. And then it was gone. That's how our life is. Hey, Frank, can I just tell you something? If you were to die today, your employer would replace you before you was cold in the ground. I'm just telling you the truth this morning. That job we kill ourselves for. And we put so much emphasis on, Sammy. If you died today, they'd have you replaced before next week. That's just the truth. Can I just be honest? I'm not being ugly. You've seen it. You know I'm telling the truth. If I died today, Chris, my wife, I'm not being critical of her. I'm talking about anybody, but I'll use her. Sammy, she'd been in her that graveyard every day for a little while, and then before you know it, it'd be my birthday and our anniversary, and then before you know it, eventually, if the Lord tell you it's coming, I might go a year and nobody come and look at my grave. Eventually, it, well, the new wears off. Eventually, life goes on. Eventually, I'm not saying you forgot about but people move on, and people get busy, and we're really not as important as we think we are. I don't care who you are this morning. I'm not talking to nobody that the, the, the world couldn't replace. I'm not talking to nobody this morning that if you were to die, the world would stop spinning. We're not as important as we think we are. But let me say this, for the child of God, there is coming a day. There is coming a day this morning that all that will pass away. All sorrow, all pain, all fear will be gone. My soul, aren't you glad for that day? And that day will last forever. Watch verse 18, and I'm done this morning. The Bible said, wherefore? You know what that means? Because of all that we just read, because of the, because this morning, let's just read it again, can we? Verse 13, but I will not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that you saw not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain under the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout and with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, because of of all that, comfort one another with these words. Can I say this this morning? I'm done. I want you to notice with me the peace of the day. You say, preacher, what do you mean? Can I say this amidst the world that everything's falling apart? I know, I know, I live it just like you do. The stock market's crashed and there's sickness all around us and there's turmoil and nobody knows what tomorrow's going to hold and I understand every bit of that, but can I say this amidst all that, Kirk? I have comfort knowing that there is coming a day. Can I say this? There's not much that I have. There's not much I can say. The hardest part to me, I, I just be honest, to being a pastor is this. I, I never, Brother Sammy, feel like I have the words I, uh, that I need to say when somebody's spouse dies or somebody's youngin' dies or somebody, whatever the case may be. I feel like I never have the adequate words. I, I never know what to say, but the Bible said, wherefore, comfort one another with these words. I, I don't have to try to find words. Those are the words. 
words the Bible said to bring comfort one to another. Hey, can I just say this? It's not just concerning the death of a loved one. You say, preacher, what brings you comfort amidst all the coronavirus? Kirk, it comforts my heart and brings peace to my soul. To think about just any minute he could step out and the day could be that day. And let me just echo one more time what a day that'll be. When he steps out and right in the midst of everything going on, it could be the day to day that he calls me home. What a reunion that would be with my family, my loved ones, but most importantly the one that saved me by his grace. When I see him face to face, my soul friend, that brings peace and comfort to my heart. I want to say this this morning, I'm dying. I want you to notice, and I, I promise I'm dying. Notice with me the peril of that day. The Bible said, wherefore comfort one another with these words. If you listen to me this morning, you've never been saved by the grace of God. That day ought not bring you comfort. That day ought to bring fear and trembling in your heart and life. My soul friend, notice what the Bible said. Verse number 14. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep, notice this, in Jesus will God bring with him. Can I tell you something, friend? It's a sad thing, but not all the graves will bust open that day. Not everybody that's alive will be called up together to meet the Lord. There will be some, friend, that will not be called up. There'll be some that's died already that their grave will not burst open. They'll not rise. Uh, that's exactly right. That's a, am I not right? I know it's bogging down, uh, but I'm just trying my best to tell you the truth. Uh, what a day that'll be. Friend, I want you to be there. Uh, I want to see you. I want you to enjoy. I want you to have peace. Uh, I want you to have comfort in these days. Uh, I want you to lay your head down tonight knowing that you know that you know uh, that if you died in your sleep, uh, uh, that there is coming a day. Uh, uh, but friend, if you've never been saved by the grace of God, you do not have that promise. Uh, I'm not trying to browbeat you. I'm not trying to be ugly. I, I love you this morning. I don't want to see you die and go to hell. I want to see you in heaven. I, I want you to have comfort. I, I want you to have joy. I, I want you to have peace this morning. I, but it takes putting your faith in the shed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. They say this. I made this statement a moment ago. And that day, I told Brother Chris, my faith would give way to sight. Can I tell you something? The Bible said that we're saved by grace through faith. There has to be a point, friend. There will not, not be time. All will stand before God. We know that. All the dead will stand before God. Let me say this this morning. It will not be in that day when you stand before God, you died you, at the end times, uh, and you stand before God, the great white throne judgment. It will not be in that time. It will not be on the itinerary. It will not be in the schedule to be able to make things right with God. It will be too late to put your faith in him. Uh, you will confess him King of kings and Lord of lords, uh, but it will be too late in that day. Uh, there has to be faith. Uh, it's not by sight, but it's by faith. Uh, there has to be a point this morning, listen to me, hey, 
Magdalene took me away of their hands to be a point in your life uh, that you put your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, and if you've never done that this morning, uh, you don't have the promise of a better day. Uh, you're living the best life you're ever going to live. Uh, uh, my soul, what comfort it is to know, uh, uh, Brother Kirk, this is the worst life uh, I'm ever going to live. Uh, there's a better day coming. Uh, uh, but to the lost man, it's the best life you'll ever live. Uh, uh, you'll open your eyes one day uh, in hell and torment uh, and spend an eternity in the lake of fire. Uh, you say, preacher, how can I escape it? Uh, put your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ uh, and claim the promise of a better day that's coming. This morning. Tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to do something just a little bit different. I'm going to ask Brother Kenny, Brother Kurt, Brother Chris, if they would, y'all come sing what a day that'll be, if you will.